0: Welcome to the Star Singer Podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany Van Boxtel, and I specialize in the art and science of vocal performance, helping singers just like you to give amazing performances so that you can feel comfortable, confident, and in total control of your voice every time that you walk on and off stage. This podcast is here to help you on your journey to becoming a star singer. So let's push play on this episode. so excited on this episode to be talking with my friend Joanne Hart who is a specialist in fitness for singers and Joanne is a voice teacher and personal trainer who teaches singers how to build healthy voices and healthy bodies. She's passionate about how fitness affects the voice and she loves helping her students achieve new breakthroughs in their voices. So on this episode we're going to chat about the three things that Joanne recommends to all singers that she works with when incorporating fitness that supports your singing. We talk about resistance training for singers, yoga for singers, how to get started and create your own fitness plan that supports your singing, and why fitness is so important for singers in general. Like, because clearly fitness and, and staying healthy and all of that good stuff is important for Everyone, but we are talking about why it's so important for singers and especially performing singers. Like if you're performing live on stage, if you're moving around, you know, if you have a band behind you, or you know, if you just really like to get the crowd engaged and that just takes a lot of energy. I mean, live performance takes a lot of energy. So this is super important. Now, before we start this episode, if you are doing live performances, and you want to work on a way to give more consistent performances that make you feel proud when you walk on and off stage. You know, have you ever just given like a performance and you just thought ugh, barely made that, barely made it, you know, or or you know you're feeling really nervous because you're kind of sick or you have like <clears throat> like a little throat thing before you go on stage or you know you're just You're feeling anxious about your performances. Well, I want to show you the four-step dream performance process that I use with singers in my studio so that you can feel comfortable and confident before and after you walk off stage. I want you feeling like you're in total control of your voice and I want you to feel proud of what you put out there so that you can stop worrying about you and start like actually connecting with your audience and making the impact that you want to. So you can sign up for that free training over at starsinger.co slash masterclass. Now let's push, blah, blah, blah. Let's push play on this episode. I am so excited to be here with Joanne Hart and we're talking about fitness for singers. We're going to talk about yoga, resistance training, all of the things. So I'm really excited. Joanne, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? and how you help singers.
1: Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. Um, Like Tiffany said, my name is Joanne and I am a voice teacher and I am a fitness coach. Um, And I'm actually currently finishing up my master's degree in vocal pedagogy. Um, So yeah, I teach voice and I create uh, fitness programs for singers to help support vocal health and not inhibit it.
0: That is so cool. Thank you. It's fun. Yeah. When it comes to things that are going to support our voice, what are some things that just pop in your mind right away as far as fitness?
1: So um, that's a really good question. So the number one things that I talk about, um, there are like three that I hit on most of the time with my singers. And the first big one is breath. And especially when we get into weight training, we want to be really conscious of what our breath is doing. Because especially with heavier weight training, there is a tendency to hold the breath and potentially even grunt. And that mm. buildup of tension around the vocal folds is, uh, can be really damaging um, and can just cause in general excess tension in the voice that doesn't necessarily go away when we're done working out. So the first thing I say is always, always, always breathe with the movement and exhale on exertion. That is my number one advice to singers who are wanting to um, begin taking care of their physical fitness um, and pursuing that. I also talk a lot about training for um, postural alignment. So if somebody has sway back, um, which is really common for women, especially female singers, like when we get in the studio, is a big issue that I see. And so um, I work a lot with people on how do we then strengthen the hamstrings and the glutes while releasing the hip flexors and strengthening the core so that we can actually like realign that pelvis and not just like say, tuck your pelvis under, but how can we actually fix that problem. So that's the thing. That's the second thing that I talk a lot about. And then the third thing I talk a lot about is core strength and how to build really efficient core strength, because that is the basis of a lot of breath support. It's coming from our core. It's coming from our lower abdominal muscles. And so um, I work a lot with my singers on developing the transverse abdominis and the obliques so that those muscles are Um, well conditioned so that they have a lot of
0: freedom when it comes to breath support totally yeah I love it okay so let's talk more about the um, breathing and exertion and I actually love how it almost seems like the things that you're doing with singers to support their singing almost as like it's almost like a cultural undoing of what we have to deal with every day like the breathing with exertion you know it's like, if things aren't working for us in our culture, you know, what do they say? Oh, just try harder, just push through it, you know, just do this. So I love the idea of if you're dealing with a lot of heavy weight, like it's not only going to help you to get stronger, but it's going to help you to practice releasing all of that potential, like tension and pressure.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. And it's, um, Exercise in general is a really great way to start managing stress and, um, really just work through that tension that builds up in our body with stress and work through it and release it.
0: Yeah. Awesome. So what, what would your your advice be to someone who like with resistance training, like they kind of want to start, but you know, they maybe are a female you know, just because for stigma purposes, because they do exist, you know, like even a smaller female, they want to get started like lifting stuff. Maybe they want to eventually be able to like lift some heavy weight, but aren't really sure how to go about it. What kind of advice do you have there? Or how do we get started?
1: There, yeah, that's a really good question. There's a couple different ways that I recommend um, for people. I typically, my first advice is, if you've never been in the gym before, if you don't know what you're doing, um, hiring a personal trainer or like working with somebody who understands fitness is a really good place to start because you know you're going to be starting with solid, researched advice, and you're going to have guidance. So you're not going to get hurt when you do exercises, so you're getting coached on form. But a lot of really good free resources also exist on the internet with. Um, different things on YouTube and on Instagram and bodybuilding.com. You can find a lot of good stuff there. And I always recommend starting with body weight exercises like yoga or Pilates um, and very, very light weights, like just dumbbell exercises um, before moving into some of the more advanced weightlifting, just to get your body um, understanding what it's like to move in a new way.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, Which kind of like puts us probably into like core strength, because if you're not, if you don't have that developed, it could be probably really easy to come out of great form when you're lifting something a little bit heavier. Um, So what kind of Pilates or yoga do you like? And do you recommend? Is there any certain branch of yoga that you like the best? Um... So from my research, what I've seen is
1: for singers, a lot of the like vinyasa yoga, uh, the flow yoga is especially, the biggest part of yoga that's great for singers is the the breath component and the core strength component and the fact that it's working Mm. on posture a lot. Um, But yeah, I don't personally do a lot of Pilates, so I don't have a lot of expertise in that area. But as far as yoga goes, typically the vinyasa yoga classes, which is most of what you're getting if you walk into a yoga studio in the U.S.,
0: yeah, definitely. I, I started yoga as a form of meditation because I have a hard time sitting still. And so I thought it was really nice to kind of have some movement. And it really does help you with your breath. I mean, because some of the moves are so challenging that focusing on the breath is really sometimes the only way to like get through it, you know. And it helps create a great flow.
1: Yeah, I love that. Yoga is fantastic.
0: Ooh, what if, what if you're in a smaller place that doesn't have, like, sweet yoga classes? Like, what do you suggest?
1: YouTube is a
0: fantastic resource. Um, I personally really
1: like the Yoga with Adrienne YouTube channel, um, especially if you're just getting started. She has a lot of, like, 10 to 20-minute videos. Um, but honestly, no matter where you're at, YouTube is such a fantastic resource and there are so, so, so many resources on the internet.
0: Yeah, definitely. So cool. So when you're developing a fitness routine, uh, what are some things to consider or like, where should we, where should we get started? Like, I'm like, okay, this sounds great, Joanne. Like, I love this. This is awesome. How do I get started? (laughs) Yeah, so
1: um, if you are a singer and you are wanting to start creating your own exercise program, first I would start off with the foundational outline of a workout that starts with a warm-up, a resistance training portion. I add core work typically to the end of the resistance training portion, and then you do cardio and a cool-down. So that would be like the ideal framework for your workout. And for singers, I personally typically don't do as much upper body work, Um, and when I'm doing upper body work, I try to focus it more on training the back, because a lot Mm. of people in our society work on training chest um, a lot, because (laughs) uh, especially men want the rippling pectorals and, like, the shapely shoulders and all of that, and um, we neglect our back a lot, and especially for posture and for opening up the chest for singing we want to work those muscles in the back, especially those erector spinae muscles that are supporting our spine. Um, So I incorporate at least one back day a week, and then definitely a lot of work on um, hamstrings and glutes, again, to help align that pelvis. So squats are really, really good um, for that, and deadlifts. And starting out with just even dumbbells or even just body weight, doing those exercises. Um, And then I typically add in some targeted core work, like leg raises or planks or something like that. And then cardio. That is, and I would start, I would recommend starting out two to three days a week and keeping it to
0: only like one upper body day. Awesome. I love that. Yes. Pulling over, pushing changed my life pretty much. Um, Because I have a long neck and small shoulders. And for me, that, which it's another thing too, because a lot of this, you know, working with your body as a singer, it kind of, it's not about pointing out your flaws. It's just like, how is my body different? You know, how, how is my body? And what are the types of things that I need to remember to do for my body? So, yeah, for me, the pulling, especially in the, like, the upper back, like, if I do, like, face pulls or something like that, I do those over, like, so much. And I can tell, like, if I haven't done them for, like, two weeks, I can tell because I wake up in the morning and I hurt, like. <laughs> so they're so helpful, so helpful. Um, I love your workout formula. It kind of – I like to work out. I do but it kind of sounds like a lot. Like it kind of sounds long. Are, so you're a fan of doing like maybe a longer exercise, incorporating all of these things one day a week, as opposed to maybe rotating core work or cardio work or what are your thoughts?
1: Well, you can rotate. A lot of it um, Mm -hmm. depends. That is like the the typical framework that I look at, but Mm -hmm. it really is individualized depending on the person and what their goals are. Um, So for example, if a person only has 25 minutes in the gym, then I'm going to look at, okay, how are we then maximizing that time? So are we going to do a Tabata style workout where we are alternating (laughs) different strength movements and we are altering some like plyometric movements to get their heart rate up in there. Um, Are we doing circuit training? Are we, are we really optimizing that time? And what does cardio mean? Um, What does cardio look like? And so cardio is really getting our heart rates up. And so we can even do cardio through a strength training program um, because we can do exercises and move from working the upper body to working the lower body and get our heart rate up that way. So, um, ideally, um, like honestly, when I work out, there are a lot of times I don't do cardio because I have asthma and it triggers my breathing to not be as great. So I will mm-hmm. work on incorporating my cardio earlier in my workout. So I'm only in the gym for 25 minutes. Um, but the full outline would really ideally be like five to 10 minutes of a warm up, 20 to 25 minutes of resistance training five to ten minutes of abdominal work and then like 20 minutes of cardio and then five to
0: ten minutes of a cool down awesome so if it's focused and we have a plan you can get in get out and get on with your day that's awesome for me and for a lot of women i know i mean adding the resistance training makes a huge difference i mean i was in karate for a long time and you know, you stopped doing it. And I started focusing more on voice lessons at the same time. Got to make a choice, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing, I'm teaching voice lessons instead of karate and just losing a lot of muscle mass, but not really seeing any movement on the scale. So I'm like, oh, I'm fine. I'm cool. It's all good. And then all of a sudden, you know, like, boom, 10 pounds. And I'm like, what the heck? I don't understand because I like, am on the treadmill like an hour a day. What, what is wrong? So I was like cardio, 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 and I wasn't doing any strength training. And that's like where it totally hit me in the face. Cause I was like, I don't understand, I'm trying. Cause I know there are some of you out there who are like really, you're hard workers and you try and you do your best, but it's not working. And so that's the time where some guidance can, like from someone like Joanne could probably be very helpful for you. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's super common with women going into the gym and doing a lot of cardio. And um, it's not just women, it's other people too, but um, stereotype is women. Um, And it really does. I love how you said that like strength training was such a huge component for you. um, Because what strength training does is it's building lean muscle mass. So cardio is burning calories and it's increasing our aerobic fitness, but it's not really building a lot of muscle mass. And we don't get the same afterburn effect from cardio as we do from strength training. And strength training is not just building our muscles. It's regulating our hormones and it is building strong bones. So for women, um, especially as we get older, we're at a higher risk for osteoporosis. So it helps prevent osteoporosis. Mm -hmm. And um, with that greater muscle mass, we burn more calories. We have an afterburn effect. So there are so many benefits to it that um, go beyond what like just cardio is able to do.
0: Totally. And I know like (laughs) this was a fun secret in college. If I got really busy and I maybe didn't practice as much as I should have before my voice lesson, I went to the gym first because whenever I work out before I sing, my voice is like so much better
1: (laughs) yes i love that you said that because i feel the same way and it's so interesting because as i was working on my thesis i found a study that actually looks at using cardio as a form of warm-up for voice and like if you do some sort of cardio workout before you sing does it make singing better and basically what it showed is people felt like it was easier to sing. There was, and definitely oxygen consumption was higher, but there was, there was no evidence in the study that it actually made singing better, but the people who were doing the cardio felt like it was easier for
0: them to sing. Wow. Well, I'm sure, yeah, that all came down to, like, how they want to measure, like, what makes singing better, but, like, you and I both know, and if you're listening to this, you know, like, If you're feeling better, and you're feeling more confident, that's probably way more important than what you sound like anyway, and you're probably sounding great anyway. Yeah, for
1: sure. There's a lot of studies
0: out there that are like very inconclusive, but allude Mm
1: -hmm. to things. Um, And so I think a lot of it is trial and error and finding out what works for you in your specific fitness practice and in your voice
0: practice, and what is really supporting your goals. Yeah, definitely. That's, oh, that's so awesome. So, ooh, I'm trying to think of how to make this question (laughs) better, but all I have is, so far, is how important is fitness for singers? (laughs) Like, is it something that we could just, like, I don't know, I mean, we could probably get away with it for a while, you know, not doing it. I mean, okay, how how important do you think it is? (laughs) I mean, you bias but
1: yeah i think singing um i think fitness is extremely important for singers because as singers our body is our instrument and so mm. we have to take care of our bodies in order for our instrument to work well and the best ways that we can take care of our bodies are through fitness nutrition <laughs> sleep and hydration oh i'm sorry i had a text come through um no worries so fitness nutrition hydration and sleep. those are the best ways that we can work on keeping our bodies in check. So as a singer, if we are then prioritizing our bodies as instruments, then do um, we need to be making sure that we are taking as good care of our bodies as possible. And fitness is a huge part of that, especially for flexibility and mobility, which is so important as singers that our muscles are mobile, because they need to be able to move. We need our muscles in our our core to move and contract effectively. And that's how we get good breath support. Um, And that's also how we're able to move around a stage while we're singing. If we're not physically fit, moving around a stage and trying to perform um, then just becomes even more difficult. So the way that I really like to look at fitness in the context of singing is that when you're, when you're looking at a fitness program and you look at supplements. So if you're taking care of your fitness and your nutrition, a supplement can enhance what you're doing and, um, and help you get better results, but you have to be doing the work. And fitness for singing is the exact same thing. You have to be doing the work in the practice rooms and in your voice lessons to be performing as well as you can. But that fitness component can give you a little extra boost to take you to the next level and really support everything that you're doing.
0: Yeah, definitely. And it can almost be like, I've, um, I'm trying to think of, it was all, it was Leslie Becker and we were talking about acting. She's from the Organized Actor. And, um, she's primarily, well, her experience is primarily music theater and she was on the podcast and we'll probably link that up. She was talking about how as an actor or an actress, like you can move your career forward every day by doing a couple of things. And she has like a power hour. So she has like 15 minutes where you can do this, you can do this, you can do this, you can do this. And they all move things forward. And for singers, I think, fit, I mean, fitness can definitely be part of that thing that helps to move your career forward.
1: Mm-hmm, absolutely.
0: It starts to be the thing like where, like, well, I don't have time to do this. So what you're saying is you don't have time to be a great singer. Like,
1: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, when things matter to us, and we know that they're going to support us, we do make the time.
0: Yeah. And I think a lot of people just have to like experience it too
1: and figure Mm -hmm. out
0: like, okay, if I invest the time in, what is my return on investment here?
1: (laughs) Yeah. And a lot of that for fitness can be getting your life back and getting mobility um, and just that extra support. And it doesn't have to take long. It can be 20 to 25 minutes, like two to four days a week.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, that's another thing that's super interesting. I know that we're not, like, really talking about it. Um, But I've done things where, you know, I worked – I probably had a pretty challenging strength and resistance program that was probably, like, 45 minutes. It wasn't heavy. It was just challenging. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I've had strength and resistance programs where they were super simple. It was, like, two power sets. It was, like, a squat a squat press and then like I don't know two supersets of something one arm, one leg, very short. Like it literally took me 10 minutes. And then I focused on nutrition like really hardcore. And that actually got better results <laughs> for me.
1: Yeah. Well and I think part of that too is also the the nutrition aspect. Um, mm-hmm. because fitness is also it's great and it's something that is very important. But in the end, um, the results come from, if we're looking for weight loss, it's calories in versus calories out. And so if we're burning more than we are consuming, we're going to lose weight. And that happens more
0: in the kitchen than it does in the gym. Yeah, definitely. One thing that I struggle with is like, if I'm doing it, I'm, I feel hungrier, you know, cause I'm like working harder, so I'm hungry. Um, is there any certain time of day that you would recommend that would be optimal if possible? So
1: for working out, the studies have really been, um, they've really shown that it doesn't matter as much what time of day you work out. And there are differences of opinion on this, but what Mm -hmm. I recommend is just finding a time of day that you can work out consistently. And basically the most important thing is that you're doing it and that you are fitting it into your schedule in a way that supports and serves you. And I recommend typically um, eating shortly after the workout to help with recovery and definitely eating protein because that also helps fill you up. Um, But yeah, just working out consistently at a time
0: that serves your schedule. Definitely. Awesome. So if you had one tip that you feel in your experience, is going to make the most difference for someone who is getting serious about their singing career and, or maybe, you know, they're just starting out, but they're saying, hey, like, maybe this fitness thing is really going to help me to become a better singer. If you had one tip for that, what would it be? Find
1: a type of exercise that you enjoy and you can stick to. That is the most important thing is finding something that you can commit to and just do it consistently, no matter what it is, especially when you're starting out. That is the most important thing.
0: Awesome. So what's your favorite?
1: I personally, um, I lift weights a lot. I love lifting weights. That is my favorite thing. Um, and I do that usually three times a week. Um, depending on my school schedule. Sometimes it's two, Um, but um, I do that. And then I
0: love yoga. So I do yoga usually three to four days a week. Well, where this has been so informative, and I really hope that it inspires our singers to think a little bit more seriously about considering a fitness program. So if we want to find you and learn more about you, where can we do that, Joanne?
1: Yeah, I, um, hang out mostly on Instagram. So my Instagram handle is Joanne Hart Sings. So it's J-O-A-N-N-E-H-A-R-T Sings. Um, and that's where you can find most of my
0: content. Awesome. So cool. Well, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your experience and knowledge with us.
1: Thank you so much for having me. This has been so much fun
0: thank you so much for choosing to hang out with me today you are amazing for pursuing your dreams and becoming the star singer that you were meant to be you can join the star singer movement by leaving a rating and review on itunes or sharing this episode on ig stories leaving a rating and sharing this episode helps this podcast get seen by way more singers just like you and that is creating a massive impact in one of the giant goals of this podcast, which is eliminating fear, anxiety, and non-productive competition from the music industry. And helping to create a new music industry for singers based on collaboration, love, and making a difference and a real impact with your music.